where a British and an American girl satisfy all your curiosity and questions about what it's like to live in China today. And now your hosts, Holly and Nora. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. Hi everyone, we're glad to have you with us again. Yes, we certainly are. So I've had an interesting week here in China. So Holly, what is our fact that's that? What's been going on in Shenzhen, especially here?、Oh, okay, so、uh, a few weeks ago, I read an article about、uh, a guy from、uh, Vancouver. So he, he's he's a little bit older. He, this guy's sixties, called Jake. And so a year ago, he met a, a a girl, a lady online from China, and she, her English name is Rebecca.、Um, but then, very recently, they lost contact somehow.、Uh, the only way they were communicating was through email. They were they were communicating through some kind of, I guess it was some kind of dating website. And so he wasn't able to f- know anything more about her. And、mm. I guess it was the same for her. About him, so yeah, he lost contact with her, and this like he believes that she's the love of his life. So he came from Vancouver on the ninth of April, and came to Shenzhen to look for this woman because basically, all he knows is that she lives in Shenzhen, that she、uh, she's working here, and so he's just like walking the streets of Shenzhen. Oh man. Yeah,、um, it's like a needle in a. I know, I know. Massive haystack. He has like this big like billboard on his chest, and he's got a picture <laughs> of her with her name. Jake. <laughs> and of course, I know, I know, and I, I want, I would, I would really love to be hopeful.、Um, and of course, there's lots of like cynics out there who just think he's been part of like a like a scam or something, especially since. She so her English name was Rebecca, but she her like I did like um um name online was really, and she told him this uh really was like a brand of clothing that she would like she worked in a factory that made this brand of clothing,、mm. but once she got here, once he got here, sorry, he discovered that this factory has been closed for a few years now. Oh, very suspicious. So. Yeah, it doesn't look good, and but basically he said he's gonna stay here till he finds her. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, and currently he's in a part of the city called Shirko,、um, which I mean, I, I don't know if that's a good place to be or not. Really, if, I, I really don't know what the chance of him finding her. Well, Shenzhen is just massive. I mean,、mm. if you if you, I mean, when he, she says Shenzhen, we don't even know if they mean because there's three main districts、yeah. for what people would call Shenzhen. Right. Um, but their surrounding area is massive.、Yeah. I mean, I'm talking about probably about three hours driving all yeah, the way across.、Right. That's one city.、Mm. There, that's a lot of area、it、to、is. cover. It is the 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 only thing that I, like I hope for, for him is that basically he's been meeting a lot of Chinese people on the streets. They're taking pictures. This is, I'm guessing, going on Weishin and Weibo.、Mm. And my only hope is that somehow it gets passed so many times that some person recognizes recognizes her and says,、oh, "This is you." Like, I mean, hope, you know. Do you think it's a real? Do、I、you think、know. she's a real person though?、Because、the picture was the picture I saw. There's a picture of her on his like on his billboard, and she's very she's a very attractive woman. So. 
that's kind of unlikely. It is, but I'm trying to be hopeful. <laughs> I know. I'm not trying to crush your inner romantic. No. Remember um, on the website, uh, one of the user spotlights, one of our users wrote in to talk about his love story yes. in China. And he said, actually, he successfully. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I think he married her. Yeah, they've Chinese been married girl. for they're, quite a few years. Yeah, now. and they're happy. And yeah. it's a really sweet story. It but is. initially, they met through one of those dating sites. Mm. And it wasn't actually her yeah, that right. he was talking to. Yeah. He was talking to somebody who could speak English. Mm -hmm. So the woman herself could speak no English. And so they would use a third party. That's right. First of all, they use a third party initially just to do some screening, I think. Mm -hmm. And then uh, eventually they pass pass it on to the real person yeah. who then talks through them. So it's kind of crazy. It is. Because you think you're talking to that person. Yeah. I mean, and I remember <laughs> in his, in his um, story, he does say, like, all of a sudden something like things changed and I realized that the voice was a different voice emailing me like that must be crazy it for him be. but I'm so glad that it worked out yeah in this circumstance. that's a sweet one but hopefully I don't know maybe something like that happened where she just stopped using the service yeah maybe and then just couldn't get access to it who knows there yeah. could be a ton of reasons why but good. we'll be following it if we have any news yeah. we will let you know absolutely we will <laughs> Yes. So, do we have any comments this week? Yeah, so we have uh, two comments. So, the first one is for actually, this is a question. Um, so, I don't know if we'll, we'll answer this now. Well, we'll see. So, this comes from Mark, and he asks these questions, these uh, comments were actually in Chinese, so I've translated them into English. Uh, it says, uh, What's the, the condition of the air like in China? Hmm. That's a good so one. So, it is a good question. And we have an, a comment from uh, Sayatho. I really hope I've pronounced your name correctly there. And this is in uh, response to episode 16. So for those of you who haven't listened to episode 16, it was about uh, the clubbing scene in China and why we think that it's kind of become so, um, so popular, I guess. Mm -hmm. And he says that the same thing happened in Indonesia and he just says that it's, you know, it's about people becoming more modern, basically. Mm. So I think the cost of the equipment, too, mm. has gone down a lot. I mean, a lot of those technologies would have been really expensive, like, 30 years ago. Yeah, absolutely. And now you can get a microphone. You know, they love the KTV <laughs> karaoke. Oh, yes. So you can get you can get the, uh, the monitor, the microphones, mm -hmm. the whole setup, the, like, lighting, all that stuff is yeah. much cheaper nowadays. I think yeah. that also might contribute to yeah that makes one of the reasons sense. yeah why it's crazy here for yeah. clubbing and we're in, in in Shenzhen particularly we're in like this the center of this amazing like electronics market oh yeah so maybe I mean I know it's all over the country but here it's Shenzhen it's, is the center though they say mm. Shenzhen is kind of China's Silicon Valley uh, I guess it's <laughs> it's debatable what your opinion. I mean, there are a lot of angles you could take with that, but for sure, so much hardware is produced yeah. here. Even in downtown Shenzhen, um, in the main districts, you can go to. It's like a whole. You can go to a road that has several skyscrapers mm -hmm. on it. Every this floor. <laughs> Filled with electronics, yeah. everything you could possibly want. You could build a computer from complete scratch. You mm -hmm. could customize every single 
component yeah, here. Absolutely. So it's um, the geek stream. Yeah, totally. You could spend a lot of time there as well and get lost. I get a lot of yeah. stuff over there. <laughs> I, I used to when I first came here. I was like, wow, this is amazing. Mm. But I it, it, it doesn't scare me exactly, but that place is so busy. It's a labyrinth. It's you kind have of to know. To you can't just go there and just. Br- I mean, I guess you can browse, but if you want to actually find something, you need to know which building and then which floor because mm. it's it's just insane. Uh, you have to. It's segmented into which places are better for buying which products. So it takes yes. a little bit of time to navigate. Yeah. No signs in English. At least nothing that's really legible. A, a map or something would definitely be awesome mm. of Washing Bay. Because every floor, so you've got buildings and buildings with tons of floors. Every floor probably has like two to three hundred kiosks. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Insane. Anyway. <laughs> it's a <laughs> tangent. <laughs> it's relevant. So that's cool. We're definitely talking about the weather one. And thanks, everybody, for commenting. Um, We definitely love to hear from you. So more comments, the better. We want to know what you guys are thinking. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, and it was nice of Mark to leave us the question on Facebook. So you can do that if you want. Um, You can also leave us comments on our uh, podcast pages. And you can also leave us a real voicemail message using your own voice. I know it's scary, but you can do it uh, on writtenchinese.com slash voicemail, mm-hmm. please. So let's get on with the show. Yeah, let's get into it. Yes. So in episode 15, we started with a question from Sean from California. That's right. And he asked actually several questions, so we broke it up into two different episodes. Yeah. So in episode 15, we addressed the portion of his question, which was related to gym, gym memberships yep. here in China. So if you're interested, you can go to writtenchinese.com slash episode 15 to listen all about uh, how to get a gym in China and yep. what the facilities are like and bargaining and this kind of thing. But the other half of this question is related to apartments and high-speed internet. Right. So let's hear his question now and see if we can answer it. Hey, White Chicks. My name's Sean, and I'm from California. I am moving out to China pretty soon to start working, uh, maybe in like the next three or four months, and I was wondering what I should look for in an apartment. I was also wondering, because I'm pretty fit, and into fitness in general, like how often do you see gyms anywhere? I'm going to be moving to a big city, and do they have like gyms like we think of, like LA Fitness or 24-Hour Fitness? And uh, lastly, I was wondering how common it is to be able to get high-speed internet in an apartment. So anyways, thanks for the podcast, and uh, hopefully you're from me. Bye. Okay. <laughs> okay. I've been looking forward to this question because I feel like I can put, I can have more input than the gym thing. <laughs> Although I did learn a lot from that, I've got to tell you. <laughs> so what are, what are some of the things um, that stand out to you, Holly, when you're, let's say you're looking for an apartment. Right. Here. So when I was thinking about this question, the, the main thing that came up for me is the other costs mm. because personally when I first arrived in I was lucky but when I had to look for an apartment here um these like costs just hadn't even entered my head and I, I mean I'd I'd rented before in the UK but it it's it's just a bit different here you've got mm. there are far more costs that you've got to think about mm-hmm. um so if you if you rent in an apartment of course, you've got to think about your monthly rent. But usually, you've also got to give a deposit, which is, is normal. 
but in the UK it's usually just a month. Yes. Whereas yeah. Yeah. Whereas in China it's usually two months deposit. Mm -hmm. So that can I mean that can add up quite you know because it's two months deposit plus the first first exactly exactly so So it's yeah it's three months up front, and then you've got to also give a payment to the agent. Now usually that's half the price of the month's rent Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and that can also i don't know if this is absolutely true but if there's more than one agent that works on the deal they also expect a cut so it can get really like you know expensive to be honest Mm -hmm. um so i don't i mean i don't know if there's are there any other fees that you need to pay like Uh, Oh, internet, I guess. If you want to connect your internet immediately, that's something... Yeah, we can go into the internet in more detail uh, maybe in the second half of the show. But I think that pretty much covers it in terms of the initial upfront cost. Um, I will say, though, because, yeah, you can use an agency, um, but you don't have to use an agency. So... Actually, I would suggest not using an agency at all. Not just because you'll save a lot of money initially for... Because, I mean, half a month's rent is a lot of money. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. So I would suggest... This is this is kind of a common trick that people use. Is they... Instead of just, like, going online and, like, looking for an apartment online or going to an agency, what they'll do is they'll find the actual gardens where they want to live. Yeah. So you first you decide which garden or which which area of town you want to live and then check out some of the gardens and then pinpoint one or two gardens that you mm-hmm. would be interested in living in because at least for me I never that that uh that never crossed my mind to do it that way just cuz I figured oh you know oh, I don't know if there are any available here yeah. but trust me there are because these gardens are massive yes, yeah. each building has I don't know how many apartments in oh, a I lot. I have no idea. A lot, yeah. So so the whole complex has got thousands of people living in it. Yeah. There's bound to be an apartment available. Yeah. At absolutely. least one. Yeah. So what you do is you go to the garden and then you uh speak to the management there mm-hmm. or to the guards. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of times they have information to give you about who is renting their apartment. Because actually okay. The agency takes a cut from the people who are renting mm. the apartment too. Yeah. So it's a win-win if you can cut the agency out of the whole deal. Mm. You might need to give the bawan the the, the guard uh, a little bit of money just to say thank you, but mm-hmm. it's not going to be anywhere near as much as you would pay the agency. So. Right. Right. Yeah. For sure. So that's definitely a valuable tip that you should take with you. Yeah. Not to say that you shouldn't uh, go online and look. I mean, there are plenty of websites, but if you don't speak Chinese, you don't read Chinese. Um, you'll be pretty limited in what you'll find. Um, If you're looking for a roommate, going online is a pretty good idea. Yeah, definitely. But uh, if not, or if you're, if you're, you want to have more options, I would definitely recommend pinpointing where you want to live first Mm. and then finding the gardens that look good to you. You could usually see a couple sample apartments to see kind of what the accommodation would be like. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, even if you don't use an agent, you can always, like, just look, you know, and see the prices just to get a gauge of what kind of price you're looking for. Because if you're completely new to the area, you might not have any idea how much it's even going to cost you to rent Mm. an apartment. 
And the agencies too, there they get a commission based on how much they can charge you. So they are not working for your benefit. No, no. They want to charge you as much as possible. Yeah. So they, I mean, not only that, but they have quite a few tricks. Like I know one of the things that they do is they show you, they wear you down. They show oh, you yes, a they bunch do. of crappy, <laughs> dirty, <laughs> disgusting apartments. I'm talking about literally one of the ones that they showed me. It had poop in the toilet. <laughs> Human poop in the toilet. Oh, God. Like, I'm like, she's, he's showing me the apartment. I'm like, are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. And they're doing that to wear you down because then when they show you something that's even half decent, right. you will take it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a similar situation when I was looking as well. And they showed us this. It was fairly cheap, but it was so dark and dingy. And the actually, the landlord turned up and he was like, why doesn't anyone want to buy, rent my apartment? And I was just like, are you kidding me? Mm. And actually, so at first, he actually wanted quite a lot of money for it. But then friends of mine, actually, who were looking at the same time, went to see the same apartment. Because as soon as they described it to me, I knew that, that it was the same one. <laughs> and she was like, oh, he dropped, the landlord had dropped the price by quite a lot mm. but I said I st- she said I still wouldn't live there yeah. like it was grotty you should have seen the kitchen yeah you have to I mean definitely Chinese economy has gotten better and better but a lot of these people were raised in very let's say basic accommodations mm. so they don't necessarily understand the western uh standard for clean yeah I agree so mm. I don't do not be shocked if they try to rent. They're not going to clean the apartment no. before you move in. You need to use your imagination a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And just don't expect whatever they're showing you, that's what it's going to be. They're <laughs> not going to clean it up before yeah. you move in. And also, um, you definitely want to see it during the day. Because lighting can do a lot, especially mm. in the garden area. They do, they do, they're pretty good with lighting here. Yeah. So they can light things up to make it look all you know like a tropical paradise and then when you are out in the sunshine you can see like grease streaked Mm. walls and like so see try to see as many as possible if you're serious about an apartment make sure you see it during the day Mm. yeah Uh, actually just talking about when to look at the apartment there are also actually look at the garden I think the garden can be quite an important thing as well I was looking in my first apartment and there was a pool Mm. we didn't use it very often because it was usually packed with kids and I I just really couldn't be bothered to deal with that. <laughs> but um, there's also a fee, like a management fee that you need to pay every month. Oh, yeah. And some places can kind of rip you off with that a bit, I think. For sure. So maybe yeah. we can break down those costs. So initially when you when you make the deal, then you'll be responsible for two months rent or two months rent as a deposit and then one month rent up front. And then also if you, if you do go through an agency, then the agency fee. Yeah. So then when you're renting the apartment, you will have the rent. Yep. But as Holly mentioned, the rental fee does not cover what's called a maintenance cost. Mm. And that goes to, you have a seven-day-a-week handyman who will come to your to your apartment. You can call them at any time. They'll come and fix stuff for yeah, you. Yeah, but I, that's... I, you got to kind of harass it yeah, all. Yeah, you do. I've, I haven't had a lot of luck in this. In the last place I, I lived, they were great. Mm. Like, every, like... As soon as we had a problem, they would always come and like check it out. In this place, even though we pay like the maintenance fee, we always have to call someone externally because apparently there is they don't have anyone on call. Oh, okay. We, we're only a two-building garden, so maybe they just don't maybe have a need maybe. for it, but we still have to pay this person as well. But anyway, that's a bit of a moan. 
Hmm. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> yeah, and it also goes for like uh, maintaining the the. They usually have a lot of plants yeah. and um, you know shrubbery, ping pong tables, this Sorry. and that. Stop, Monty Python. <laughs> shrubbery. Shrubbery. <laughs> Sorry. And, uh, you know, trash cleanup and yes. this and that. So so that's included. Not not trash pickup from your apartment. That's actually a separate cost. But trash pickup of the gardens. Mm. So then maintenance fee is calculated based off of how large your apartment is. Yeah. So it's usually a set fee. And then it's per square meter. Mm. So, for example, um, our apartment is about 100, I believe it's 115 square meters. And we pay roughly 350 renminbi. Mm. So that's about $60. Is it? Less than that, isn't it? Oh, I'm not sure. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Right? 50, between 50 and $60. Yeah. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. No. So, D- does your, is your water included in that? I thought no. water was. Mm-hmm. I think our water is included in mine. Okay. Yeah. It may be different from apartment to apartment. Mm. These are things you want to figure out. But it's such, the water, you won't pay anything for water anyway. Yeah, ga- water is like a dollar, two dollars, three dollars. Yeah. Gas is also relatively inexpensive. Mm-hmm. Very cheap. Another couple bucks. Um, so the maintenance fee is really the largest chunk and then electricity if you're using um heating and cooling Mm. so in the summer our electricity bill gets up to about the same as the maintenance Uh, so it's like an additional hundred and some bucks per month oh this is always really expensive i don't know why though oh yours is more expensive yeah quite a bit expensive like we get ours every two months oh Uh, and in the summer like it can get Oh no, maybe it is. It's about four hundred, I think, for a month. For a month. In yeah, the maybe ours is a little bit more than that. Like our total, usually our total external costs, apart from the internet, um, other than the rent, uh, are roughly like between eight and nine hundred. Right. RMB, yeah, that sounds about right. Which is about a yeah. hundred and thirty, hundred and twenty, hundred and thirty. Dollars, mm. US which to me sounds pretty good because actually I was having a discussion with my boyfriend last night about li- the pri- the cost of living in the UK mm. and I, we were talking about council tax which is the, the tax you pay on a, a house you own or rent and he, was, and he just thought it was like a couple of quid. Well, it can be like £100 a month. Oh. So that's additional to everything else Like, and everything's so expensive. I mean, you gas, your electricity... Even your water bill is a lot, so mm. anyway. Oh, I think one of the other things, you got, we actually do get charged for trash, like trash pickup. It's mm. in the bill. I mean, it's not, maybe we're making it to be more complicated than it actually yeah. is. Like essentially, oh, how I pay my bills every month is I actually pay for my internet by the year. Yeah, so I just too. pay that. Yeah, it's very common. You just pay the whole year up front. Um, and then the... The monthly bills come in around the same time as when the rent is due. It's near on the first of the month. They come in a yeah. little after, but I just do it yeah. at the same time. So I pay one fee to the landlord directly, and then I pay one fee into an account, which has been set up to uh, manu- to automatically withdraw yeah. all the 
those various fees like trash but you get you get a bill issued to you every month mm. you put it in your mailbox tells it gives you a breakdown of the cost but as long as there's enough money in your account it just gets taken out you don't have to worry about actually like mailing in checks yeah or like yeah, exactly. <laughs> going somewhere to pay and and really like it doesn't change much mm. like mine is usually around 300 i think but if it goes up a tiny amount or it goes down well it really doesn't concern me mm-hmm. the only the one time it it's gone up a lot when i was in my old apartment was when there was a water leak oh. and the water bill was insane i was like oh. what the what happened here um the TV is uh, sometimes also included in that bill bill as well. Like oh, ours really? is included in that bill. Yeah, that's cool. So check check mm-hmm. out, uh, make sure you ask them specifically like, okay, is gas included? Is water included? Is electricity included? Maintenance fee? There are mm-hmm. all these little, little fees. Trash pickup. Like just ask them for a clear breakdown of all the bills and how you're going to pay them. Yeah. Um, I don't, I want to kind of get in here, but I know we said we would talk about it later, but in my new apartment, we had problems with our internet connection. Hmm. Um, And it's not the actual connection, but it was the building, the age of the building and the company did not want, the building management did not want the company to put the cables in. Oh, really? Yeah. So our internet comes through the TV connection. Oh, really? Okay. So you have Topway. Yes. Okay. It sucks. Oh, man, that's crazy. Yeah, because uh, th- so that's something you got to ask them about. You can you have to ask them about internet. You know, is it is it high speed internet ready? Because um, you can get it's actually internet is quite in. Let's we can go ahead and talk about internet okay. now. I think. I okay. mean, I think a lot of the other issues dealing with apartments are similar to yeah, what yeah. they would be like in other countries. And if you have specific questions, like, please just drop us a note, writtenchinese.com slash episode 17, and we will definitely get back to you. Yeah. Or if you have a question that could be built into a different topic, then we can do an episode <laughs> yeah, specifically sure. on that. But um, in terms of the internet, it's really not that expensive. So I pay for the whole year up front, so does Holly, and it costs like, 200 US dollars, I would say. Uh, 300 maybe. Yeah, maybe. It depends on who you go with. Depends on how fast you want your internet yeah, to be. Well, yeah. But let's say between 200 US dollars and 300 US dollars a year. So I also bundled in my cell phone. Mm. So I have 3G with 4 gigs of data included That's pretty good. in that plan. So it's, it's quite... Uh, reasonable for that amount, I think. Yeah. And our speed is 12 megabytes. That's cool. Uh, actually, a little tip. Um, if you have a phone with a cert- with certain companies and you've been with them for a little while, they'll actually give you free uh, internet. Oh, nice. Home internet. Oh, yeah. With everything, like, they'll give you all your bits. Yeah. So, which is cool. For a year, I think. Free, mm-hmm. which is nice. Awesome. So you definitely want to do the internet and the phone. You at least check out the options. Mm. Do them together because a lot of times you can get those deals. That sounds good. Idea. Sometimes you can even get a phone in there with it, like get the, the newest iPhone with it. So you'll pay, like you'll pay the phone fee up front, and yeah. then um, it'll be that that'll be credited to your account mm. as as a normal fee. Like instead of paying monthly a certain amount, you pay for the phone up front or half of the phone. And then that is credited to your account. So I then see. that's taken out. So it's actually the phone is free so long as you 
stay on your contract. Right. Well, that sounds good. So it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And I've heard that, uh, at least with our company here, they're willing to come in and put in 100 uh, MBPS. Yes, if the building manager allows them. Yeah. Yes. So in general, high-speed internet is available here, and it's available very cheaply. However, yeah. we have to note that not all uh, websites that you're familiar, you're probably familiar with, such as Facebook, YouTube, Google mm, sites, yeah. will be accessible here in China. Mm-hmm. When you're in China, you're really in the China sphere. You know, you have to embrace use, it. Yeah, you have to use Baidu instead of Google, Yo- Yoku, <laughs> Yoku instead of YouTube, and actually they have their advantages yeah, too. I think so too. It's it, it's crazy. You can get the newest movies and newest TV yeah. shows, and you can download them instantly in yeah. HD on your iPad, like on a legal. You know, everything's. Yeah. It's no shady torrent business no, or jailbreaking right. your, your stuff. Like, it, it's actually because they don't have as strict of uh, intellectual property, property yeah. rights here. Yeah. So it's actually, once you learn to use those systems, it's actually pretty good. I really, <laughs> yes. I only use uh, the Western systems now to connect with the people abroad. Mm. Yeah, and I think we, we might have discussed it a couple of ep- episodes ago about uh, more and more Chinese people actually being like quite into Western TV shows, mm-hmm. not Westerns, like <laughs> in oh. shows that have come from the West, like uh, John Wayne. <laughs> like uh, The Walking Dead, for example. Mm-hmm. Actually, one of our colleagues, she's really into The Walking Dead. Um, There's vampire ones. Ah, yeah, uh, yeah. The, There's what the Vampire Diaries. One of my ex colleagues was so into that. Mm-hmm. And ironically enough, and I'm a little bit ashamed to admit this, she got me into Gossip Girl. <gasps> Holly, I, know. I thought yeah. I knew you. Yeah, she did, <laughs> she told me the ending, so I was a bit gutted with her. But oh, know. boo! How could she do that? I don't know. It was disappointing anyway. The whole anyway. We don't need to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the point is, you definitely have access. Not to mention bootleg DVDs galore, anything that you want. So. In terms of entertainment, you don't really have to worry about that. Absolutely not. Even music, there's where's Kugo, Oh, yeah, Kugo, Doban. Doban is like Pandora, oh, but it's got no commercials. Like, Doban. it's actually a lot of the Chinese sites are better. I'm yeah, you, that down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you, and you can cool. download directly from there, too. Yeah. So it's like, it, it's because they don't have as strict regulations, right. um, it's actually nicer like you have to take a little bit of time to learn to navigate the interface yeah but as long as you know where the buttons are you don't really need to know how to read chinese Mm -hmm. yeah so you just memorize where the buttons are and then you can do it and you'll get used to it And actually you kind of learn chinese it's one of the ways to to learn chinese kind of subconsciously Mm because you just start to recognize the shape you'll have a kind of an idea for what it means yeah and so it's another tool for learning chinese yes Absolutely. So just get into the system. But if you really do need to access sites from uh, abroad, you can uh, get yourself a VPN or a proxy. Yep. So you can Google that to find, or buy do that. Yeah, you can't Google it once you get here. <laughs> <laughs> Figure it out before you get yeah, here. Yeah, it's a good It'll idea be to better. do that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, like Nora said, it is possible to find high-speed uh, internet. Uh, in fact, every, all, all over the place. You don't need, I mean... 
literally every cafe mm-hmm. it's even on the metro and on some buses now so you can really access the internet wherever you are oh for it's sure and look amazing, around you when you get here i mean chinese people do not sit at home and watch tv they sit outside <laughs> at starbucks watching tv they're always yeah, streaming everywhere. hgtv yeah and so you know that the the capacity is mm-hmm. there everyone's got 4g you know yeah. it's just it's it's affordable um and it's reliable because you're in the city I'm assuming you'd yeah. be in the city, so it's it's a pretty stable connection, so it's pretty good. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So don't worry about internet um, in terms of the the speed of it. You might have a, we might have to fuss a little bit over your VPN or your proxy. So yeah. I'd recommend even getting maybe one or two. Yeah. To try, and then you can decide which one works for you. Um, yeah, and there's always going to be a, there's always going to be this discussion on um, like discussion boards on Facebook or on forums and all sorts of things. People are always discussing these things. So if you if you want to know which one's the best, you can just jump on there. And it tends to change, so we yeah, won't mention yeah. anything no, here because no, no. I mean it, <laughs> tomorrow it might be different. But you can do it, and it's not that hard. You don't have to be mm-hmm. super tech savvy to set one up and and yeah. and uh, get going. So. Yeah, most of them have instructions. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sure do. Yeah. So I hope that answered your question, Sean, yeah. about apartments in China. And yeah, me too. High-speed internet. And we hope to see you in Shenzhen one day. We're waiting for you. Yep, we, we have a cup of joe sitting here for you. <laughs> and you get off the plane and you're so disoriented. <laughs> like, where am I? And what am I doing here? And what are these two white chicks yeah. that convince me to do yeah. with my life? What have I gotten myself into? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we'll be here to take you off the straight, like straight and narrow. (laughs) Is there anything more about? I was thinking about apartments. Like uh, one thing that I had forgotten to mention about the apartments is the whole aspect of feng shui. Oh, here, yeah. I haven't really got. I haven't really been introduced to that too much. I understand the idea of it, but. I don't know if my, I mean, is your part apartment feng shui It is, I mean, it's, um, the furniture arrangement I don't think is feng shui. Okay. But the apartment itself is facing south. Oh, okay. And that's a, in feng shui, that's a preferable directional. Yeah. So if you don't really care about feng shui, if you don't know anything about it and you're not interested in it, you can get cheaper apartments yeah, <laughs> because you don't have to worry. So if you, if you get an apartment that's facing uh, a direction other than south, mm. you can sometimes save on the cost. Which you've bound to. The, I mean, there's got to be so many yeah. apartments like that. So I mean, you definitely want to get some light. So you do, that's why I say, you yeah. want to see it during the daytime to make sure you do get some light. And I mean, look around the sur- surrounding buildings if you have space in between or if they're building something right in front of you. You know, they put up buildings like crazy here. So pay attention to that. Yeah. But in general... If you don't care about feng shui you can so look at a lot of different apartments if you can mm. because an, an identical apartment can have a different price just based off of its uh feng shui yeah. um rating mm. <laughs> actually a friend of ours um so she rented an apartment um and she's quite high up and they have like this funny little balcony, but it's closed off. Mm. And but there's a window from the hallway, which is shared with other people, into their like, into their. It's not into the apartment, but it's onto the balcony. 
And so they were concerned that because it was open, they would get bugs and whatnot. And of course, who wants that? Mm-hmm. So they boarded the. It's not. It's it's temporary. Like it can be taken down quite easily. It's just with like a hard kind of. It's like cardboard. Cardboard. Basically. Yeah. So they put this up, and then they started to get like almost like hate mail from the neighbors, <laughs> like saying you need to take it down. Like this, it's it needs to be open for feng shui. Like. <laughs> You know, you've totally ruined the atmosphere of the hallway. This this hallway is like is pitch black, like it, uh, and there's really no ventilation in there, regardless of this mm-hmm. this opening <laughs> or not. But uh, yeah, this was, and then some they moved out or something, and then someone else came back and anyway, she did take it down. Oh, she did. Yeah. I remember it was a long fight. They yeah. they there wrote her a, this long letter. They did. There was a reason for it because I can't remember what it was, but there was. We discussed it, and I like I said, oh, like maybe you can just take it down, like for this this reason. But I said once I can't remember the reason now. What I said, just put it back up later on, like in the winter or something. And also, it was quite open, like there's quite a bit of glass hmm. on the so you door. Just so put, see right into yeah, she apartment. said, like I wanted, like what if I'm wandering around in my underwear? I said, well, you know, yeah, <laughs> there's nothing I can do. About yeah, that. I feel for that. Mm. Yeah, some of the apartments here they're built in a very strange way where you can I remember one that I saw where it was like there was a little balcony and it overlooked somebody else's balcony Mm. so it was like you're basically looking right into Into their apartment that's weird isn't it yeah there were these secret little rooms as well Mm -hmm. I've known someone's apartment had so they had instead of a shower there was a bathtub which is a novelty in itself wow yeah and Next to the bathtub was this little door, and the door went into this like closet. <laughs> it was like something from Narnia. Like, you know, kind of cool. Crazy. <laughs> oh, I want to mention something actually very important. Um, so, most water heaters here are gas, and um, this is actually a health issue that I think should be noted. So um, in the U.S., I'm sure it's the same in the U.K., when you have gas, when you work with gas, Mm. um, they put a tiny percentage of a different kind of gas inside of the, I think it's carbon monoxide, Mm -hmm. and it has a smell so that if the gas is leaking, then you can smell it. You can detect the gas. Mm. But in China, they don't do that. And so a lot of the times you'll have the gas water heater and then you'll have a window to the bathroom yeah. and they're very close together. So if if the heater for the hot water is inside of the bathroom where you shower, yeah. always leave the window open. Yeah. You will get asphy- you will like literally yeah. get asphy- asphyxiated. You can get carbon monoxide te- uh, testers though, can't you? But yeah. they don't do it, but they don't but since the carbon monoxide isn't in the gas, then you no, can't it is it. in the gas. Oh, well, then you the, can't the get thing one of that smells then. isn't the carbon monoxide. The carbon monoxide oh. doesn't have any smell. They put a different, like a minuscule amount. So of something else. you could get one of those testers. I don't know if you can get them in China, but I'm sure you can. Oh, or you could bring that's one. Another with alternative. You. Yeah. But yeah, so just something to note because that's something I never had thought. Like I growing up, we had a hot water heater that was electric. Mm. So I never had dealt with these gas furnace like these gas hot water which is it's cool because you never run out of hot water like we never ever ever you can take a shower forever and never run out of hot water whereas with electric heater you will but if it's if the gas heater is inside the the bathroom with you make sure you leave a window open 
and uh, on the flip, if it's if it's in the adjoining room to where you shower, keep it closed. So just be aware, because that's something that Chinese people take for granted that you know. But as for me as an American, I had no idea about that.、Mm. Yeah, that's a good. That's a fair point.、Uh, it's other things, I guess, to do with heat and aircon air, air and things like that. Maybe test the AC out before you move in, because I moved、yeah. into my new place and. The AC in the bedroom was just totally and ask、knackered. them when the filter the last time、yeah. the filters have been changed. Yeah, and be wa- be wary of depending on the city.、Uh, so, for example, in Beijing, the the when it gets so basically the temperature is set.、Uh, the heating will only come come on and go off on a certain t- date of the year.、Uh, mm. And in Shenzhen, there is no.、Um, There's no heating, yeah, so、zero. if yeah, once it gets chilly in the winter and it doesn't get that cold,、um, I guess Sean, if you're from California, maybe you're probably used to the warmth anyway. Anyway, so you might feel it even more. You'll need to get some heaters and stuff because、mm-hmm. get some little heaters. It, it does get a bit chilly. Yeah, or I usually these days I just have some really thick wool socks and then I carry、yeah. around a hot water bottle and that's fine for me. Honestly, <laughs> it's really fine. It doesn't get that cold here, but. And it's not just in Shenzhen where they don't have heaters. It's everywhere south of I think Nanjing. Right. So some、yeah. of those places we're in the very south. So some of those places are fairly north. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they do get cold. And also Chinese people don't ever close the windows completely. Like even、yeah. if you're, it's winter time and you're in a taxi, they have the windows open. Yeah. Or like in public. Places they usually have the windows open. Yeah. So there's draft, just constantly draft. Yeah, that's true. That's also part of the feng shui.、Mm-hmm. So just be just be wary of that. Yes. But yeah, I mentioned the shower thing too because I actually did.、Um, I had the window open between the shower and the hot water heater,、right. and I like passed out from、really? gas inhalation. Yeah.、Oh, God. So that's why I mentioned it because it's really important. It's something that I had never thought about. So just keep、uh-huh. that in mind. I leave the window open, but I didn't. I mean, I didn't even realize that. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Don't close it. Good to know. <laughs> everyone listening out there. <laughs> Crazy. Cool. So anything else, Holly? I'm not sure. I'm trying to think of like things that I considered or wish I'd known, like in hindsight. I think public transport is maybe something you should consider. Oh yeah, how close how you are. Like, I I think the closer you are to like a metro station, I think the price of the apartment is going to be more expensive.、Mm-hmm. But but the metro, although it's really convenient, it's not the only way to travel in in China.、Um, the buses are also pretty pretty convenient,、mm-hmm. and they're they're so much more frequent, and like they'll go they go everywhere.、Mm-hmm. So even if you're not that close to a metro station, there's bound to be a bus stop outside your apartment. For sure, they're they're everywhere. Yeah. So that's also you know you could get a cheaper apartment if you're not if you don't need to be right next to a metro station. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah.、Good. The other thing that people look for when they're renting an apartment is how many families are on each floor. Because、right. the less families that are on each floor,、um, the less likely that you will be robbed, and also the faster the elevator will come to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, like I'm pretty lucky in my in my building. So there's only two buildings in the garden, and on each floor, there、uh, there's eight apartments, but there are three. 
uh, three lifts. Oh, nice. Which is great. And it's not that, I mean, I think there are 30 floors, but compared to other buildings I've been into, it's really great. And I very rarely have to wear it. Yeah, ours is 30 floors, 33, and then we only have two. So I do have to wait a little bit. And sometimes elevators broken. So it is something yeah. to think about. If you notice that there are a lot of apartments on every floor and very few elevators, mm-hmm. then you have to calculate the cost that's gonna I mean, it takes time. Yeah, of course. You're just imagine you're running late for work and you're sitting there mm-hmm. for five minutes waiting for the elevator. It's no fun. Yeah. It's also good, I guess, to check out the amenities around as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Like I think most um most gardens or most areas have, you know, like a little shop, a little corner shop or um hairdressers and things like that Mm -hmm. but if you want in a supermarket they're they're sometimes a little bit further away so Mm -hmm. it's good to know where those places are for sure that's a good point because there's always going to be local shops like Mm. there's always going to be at least one 24-hour shop near you where you can get beer and cigarettes seven (laughs) elevens there are seven elevens here sean just so you know yep and there are other chains here as well that are basically the same Same thing. thing so that's good but but yeah like as holly said what whatever you would want so a supermarket like a western supermarket mm-hmm. um we don't have one near us we get by i do like major shopping once a week and then i do yeah there are plenty of like fruit shops nearby yeah. so i pick up like fresh fruit on a daily basis mm-hmm. but it's a good point like for for me you have to know what you want because like for me i sacrifice a convenience like where I live, there aren't a lot of restaurants or there's not, there's like no nightlife at all, but it's right on a park and it's right. It has a sea view. So for me, the nature, Mm. like because of them in this concrete jungle, so to speak, the nature is more important for me at home than having the, the restaurants and the nightlife next door. Yeah. I I mean, I'm quite happy with where I'm I live there are lots of restaurants around where I am but mm-hmm. I still kind of feel like it's there are trees and things and I I'm, oh yeah I'm quite Your happy area with that it's really nice mm-hmm. uh, cool yeah. well Sean if we have missed something please let us know and thank you so much again for sending in the voicemail we were yeah, happy we to really hear your appreciate voice it. yeah even though we were teasing it a little know, bit sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So this week uh, I wanted to talk to you, to teach you uh, a Chinese word. Um, this week's word is uh, to to go online, which I think is kind of clever. So to go online or to be online is shang wang. So shang means up. Mm-hmm. It's a very simple character. It looks like a guy who's just like holding his arms out straight. Yeah. So shang can be used. It's a very common word. Can be used in a lot of yeah, it's a common one. Isn't yeah, it? super common. So shang to be on, and then wang is the net. And this is kind of cool because wang also means like a net. Yeah. And the Chinese <laughs> character looks like a little net, it so does. it's it's kind of cool. Like it it's pretty easy to to remember that one. So shang wang is to be online. Nice. Cool. I'll put the links to the uh, written Chinese dictionary uh, with those words so yeah check it out so you can see the little yeah yeah (laughs) yeah and you can even see see the strokes you can see how to write the characters as well Mm -hmm. if you're interested it's true yeah actually sean you should really start learning some chinese Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay well thank you all for listening if you've got any questions for us uh you can as we said before you can leave us a message on uh facebook 
on the comment section on the bottom of the podcast page. If you if you're on our Facebook page, you can actually listen to the podcast by uh, clicking the tab named podcast. <laughs> and our Facebook page is facebook.com slash two Y chicks. It's not the number two, it's spelled T W O. Or you can leave us a voicemail message at writtenchinese.com slash voicemail. That's right. Yeah. That's our plug for today. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. So I just want to say thanks again to Written Chinese for yes. sponsoring us. We love talking about China and life in China, and we want to answer all your questions. So we're waiting for for you. If you have something that we haven't addressed yet, please let us know. Yeah. And we, we enjoy something that we've never thought about before, mm-hmm. like something a bit thought-provoking. So Even if it's crazy. Yeah, we're prepared to have a good think about it. <laughs> all right, everybody. Hope you have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Happy, happy week. Yeah. Oh, it's it's on Friday. It's May Day. So happy May Day. Yeah. Happy May Day. I can't remember how to say that in Chinese, but it's international. So you all understand. <laughs> May Day, May Day. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye.